All right, we're going to start off with a quick little breakdown of all our level Mental? seven oh. characters. Ah, ah, I forgot. I did it literally today and I already forgot. You already <laughs> forgot, so oh. we won't start with you. Instead, okay. we'll start with the drug lord himself. Heibenberg. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so Len, fairies level up. Uh, it's a feat level, so that means I get to take a feat. Uh, and I didn't take a very interesting feat. I took mobility, which isn't as cool as it is in like 5e. It just gives you like a plus four AC to opportunity attacks, but it's a prerequisite to like cooler, like mobility feats. That's what I did last yeah. time. I That was exactly why too. It was like a prerequisite Exactly, for yeah. Uh, so that's not the cool part, but the cool part is that um, Len started off having his field of study biohacks in pharmacology. And now he has gained a secondary field of study in anesthesiology, which is to represent Jesus. drugs. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. So, <laughs> do you know what anesthesiology is? Oh, I do, but I'm, I'm more interpreting this in the sense of, you know, like sedatives, um, you know, <laughs> d- you know, all sorts of stuff that he's just going to be injecting you with. So, like, both uppers yes. and downers. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. Really. Okay. The whole spectrum. Yeah, you can't, you <laughs> can't mix those. It just really fucks with you. I, you know what? I think it's gotten to the point where I'm going to ask Waffles to add a uh, content warning for drugs. Because we talk about <laughs> drugs a lot. I'll do it. Well, I, I mean, we do <laughs> have a biohacker in the group, and their their whole kind of base thing is drugs all the time. Waffles, I, Waffles decided yes? to put a plot point in here that was become drug no, producer. No, this is... This is Dr. Len, no, 100%. No, he's making me drugs. And Dr. Len said, I will take your lemons and make lemonade. So true. I am a, I'm a genius. Anyways, continue. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, and that's really it. But as part of being an anesthesiologist, um, that means that Len can, um, like, the. Uh, wait, hold on. I forget what the booster is. Sorry. Uh, it means he can. Give, like, a bonus to pain effects for, like, people. Or he can sedate people over and over again until they get the fatigued oh and exhausted God. condition. Oh so oh that's the cool one. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is that the cool yeah. I mean, it's cool for us. It's not cool for, like, society. <laughs> True. Fair. And that is all. Okay. Nice. All right. Let's go with Tetsu. Tetsu. All right. So... Tetsu basically uh, unlocking the Monk Butu mindset and deciding to go uh, a little more ham in terms of just how he approaches some of his problems. Uh, he has enhanced his critical hit abilities uh, to where whenever he crits because of a feature, I now get uh, to do, I have a corroding crit, so I do 1d8 for every three levels of extra damage whenever I crit, which makes my crits just bonkers. Ouch. And then to make sure I hit, even though I already am hitting on EAC, I figure why not just knock them down when I punch them too? So whenever I crit, I also automatically knock them down. No save, no collect 200 at go, you just get knocked down. Um, What if you're immune to being knocked down? You get knocked down. And you don't get up again. <laughs> Waffles, are you listening? Like and keep you down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. Other than that, Tetsu just got even beefier. And now I, th- I think my 
it's like 132 uh, points between stamina and hit points. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a thick, thick tetsu. And that's it. Beautiful. Amazing. All right, I'm going to do moat real quick. So moat got a feat called Sky Jockey. Gives them extra speed when flying using tech. Uh, it's oh. a... No, I'm so sorry. That doesn't quite sound like moat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling the moat vibe. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna get dead fans wow. All right, no, no. don't get the DM on your bad side. I'm sorry. Moat didn't level up. All right, eyes on your turn. <laughs> All right, we'll tell Coop. Yeah, my, mine is level. super easy. Uh, I got a class feature uh, called Nimble Jug- Juggernaut, which basically allows me to ignore my armor class penalty and movement speed reduction for certain levels of armor. So that's really easy. I'm, I'm now super, I can now use heavy armor super well. It's great. Uh, and for my general feat, uh, sorry, there was a message just sent to uh, Moat. I just saw that. Uh, <laughs> for, for my general feat, I picked up a, sk- a skill called uh, Skill Synergy, uh, which basically allows you to pick two uh, class skills and say they're connected. And basically you can either get bonuses to them or make them class skills. So in this case, I picked Diplomacy and Stealth. I'm calling it the Servants, pa- the servants Package, and it, I get them both as uh, class skills, which is great for when I'm on trial. Nice. That is sure. pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Zeha, what'd you get? Oh, boy. Okay. So I've always been a little bit wonky with these uh, level ups because I took that one Envoy level up a while back. So even though I'm seven character level, I'm six in Technomancer. So what does that mean? What does that mean? So I still get the feet. Um, for the feet, this is pretty darn cool. I took Amplified Glitch. Amplified Glitch basically means I can fuck around with a bunch of people um, and all of the technological devices that are like in their area. And I can daisy chain this to literally a bunch of people as long as they're within 30 feet of each other. So like all of the technological items that are around them will start going off, blaring, making noises, and it uh, induces some status effects. So that I think could be really useful if it ever comes up. Um, Additionally, uh, so six for Technomancer, um, my spell cache has been upgraded to a spell capacitor. Now, um, after some discussion with Waffles, we made this a little bit wiggly, uh, as I will call it, um, because of the, uh, we decided basically that the, the effects that we're doing for my cash capacitor have to do with the study that I took at the, the magical university that I can never pronounce, um, during my downtime on Absalom. So for me, um for both a boon for doing this extra study and all this stuff, my spell cache basically now can cast a single spell into my spell cache and have it affect me continuously for 24 hours, which is amazing. Um, So I can do things like uh, disguise self for 24 hours and keen senses and things like that. So there's there's a limit as to what spells I can use, but it's pretty darn cool. Um, then of course I got some new spells, um, which I like to show off in story. So we're going to wait. Sounds good to me. All out. Cool. Huh. All right. Let's start our little story here. Let's pick up with Tetsu. Ring, ring. Tetsu. Are you calling right now? 
uh, well, yeah. So we were talking in doc's <clears throat> in the doctor's office, and uh, Tetsu would be like kind of grabbing his Doctor Len's phone and uh, be kind of like looking at it, having Len saying that he basically wanted Tetsu to call the Telus Corporation back. Um, As and, my lawyer. And Tetsu kind of just picks up the phone and goes, um, I'm sorry about before. Do you want to go with Blood Belly? Yeah, I think we should definitely go with Blood Belly. That's what I introduced myself to them as when they called. I didn't give away my name, but they seemed convinced. Con- they- that it was they- me, Len. Like, oh, yeah, I was going to say there's no way they called your personal phone and didn't know. No, that was my drug phone. They called my drug phone. Oh. <laughs> they know it's you. Um, very well. I'm, I will call them. Then. And he kind of looks at the phone and goes, which number is theirs? Um, that, the most recent, the, the history, just go to the history and click the most recent one. I didn't know. No, no, just, just click over there and then, so it's, the, no, you scroll oh, down. You closed, you closed it. <laughs> oh God, oh God, uh, pictures. No, don't delete that with, oh, you deleted uh. it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Tetsu will uh, hit the most recent, the callback feature basically, and, <laughs> and just call up the Telus Corporation, whatever number they called us from. No big deal. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it rings three, four times, then you hear someone pick up. Hello, this is the Telus Corporation. What are they saying? Oh, I'm. <laughs> he kind of pushes Doctor Lenway, and goes. I'm calling on behalf of Bloodbelly. You contacted him a short while ago? Dr. Lin, you mean? Yes, Bloodbelly. Um, I'm calling to make sure that you understand his position. Are you the one in charge of dealing with this with the Telus Corporation? I can speak. Yes. What is your position? My position is that... Whatever complaints you have about the business that Dr. Lin or Bloodbelly or whoever you think is operating here is none of your business. If you want to have a problem with it, you are free to. That will be dealt with. Is this very much understood? It can be very costly for you to decide to step into where you are not wanted. Maybe ask them what they want. Ask them what they want. Kind of just ignores him for a second and then goes, Why are you contacting Bloodbelly? Make an intimidation check first. Ooh, intimidation! I'm scary. Natural one. Natural one. It's gonna be at a minus four. Minus four? Yeah, it's over the fall. They don't really have much reason to be scared of you. Well, it was a 21. (laughs) I'm gonna kill you through this phone. (laughs) 17. 17, yeah. Not bad. For sure. Yeah, you hear a small pause, uh, and eventually you hear them speak back up. Is this the large blue one or the one with the horn (laughs) (laughs) you will find out when you decide to interfere what is it you want from the blood belly we would like for him to stop committing illegal actions and within the pact understood do not contact us again thank you (laughs) very well he just hangs up um, and that's kids how you take a situation from bad um, to worse. I, I like the um, I like the firm's stance, but they're, they're probably just gonna call the police now. Doctor <laughs> hey. Lin, 
<laughs> Dr. Lynn, I have a question. Yeah. You have a gun. You have a gun to Crick in the warehouse. Well, no, that, that he's just there to intimidate. Like, because Crick was making <laughs> drugs without gloves on, and that's really bad. And that's not that's not the point. What? How how was that supposed to get the Telus off my off our backs? Like, Dr. Lynn, you have a gun to Crick's back to make drugs, drugs that are illegal to produce and sell, at the very least. Depending on the what kind of drugs are you selling? Um, well, the combat enhancers. Then very illegal to sell to most people. So, you're probably selling to the people that are illegal to sell to. So you've already decided to do all the illegal things. You are in trouble. Anybody can call the cops on you. You can get yeah, a but... lot of trouble at any point. The Telus Corporation already does not like you and wants you gone. This is just another tool they are going to use against you. Therefore, it does not matter that they're angry at you. The only way to do anything about them is confronting them. But they... You have chosen the violent path. They, their resource... This is a small... This is a small startup. That Their resources are far beyond anything I can... Phone. Do you see this? Yeah, yeah. They have called this number. They have identified me on it. They know that I work with you. They know who you are. They probably know where you are. They've invested the money to make sure that this small operation does not grow. This is called weeding out the competition. Big organizations do this all the time in Absalom. That is where I came from. <laughs> I came from a very small group when I got left after Dr. Duro, and then I got absorbed into a bigger gang and a bigger gang until I finally ran into somebody I wanted to not deal with. Dr. Glenn, give me a intelligence check. Boy, will I. Natural five for a nine. All the text is like highlighted in purple in dark mode. That's weird. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, continue. <laughs> That's us. Uh, mm. Actually, can I re-roll that? I have hero points out the, like, butt. <laughs> sure, go for it. No. 22! Ooh. Okay. Actually, uh, I have 3.5. <laughs> Because Waffles gave me half a hero <laughs> point that one time. Oh, sorry. Once you got a three, it doesn't go over. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll delete it. Uh, okay. Yeah. You thinking about the Tales Corporation and something Tetsu just said about weeding out the competition. Uh, it strikes you to make perfect sense that they are probably supplying drugs within the Pact Worlds. And you're cutting into their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. We would have been spot fucking on, by the way, of like putting the other two in contact with the <laughs> Telus. Like we would have been right on point. You know, yeah, you're right. This is this is cutting them out, cutting them out of their market. You know, it's hard work, good startup. Yes, yeah, screw the Telus Corporation. Well, yes, but that was also the bad news. They're going to be really, really mad. Before, they just were annoyed by your existence. Now they're going to kill you. And he kind of claps them on the I, shoulder area of what a jellyfish would have. I thought the Telus Corporation were going to kill me for the last... Well, obviously, since I left Primoria. I so that's not very different. mean this in a bad way, but you probably weren't very important to them at that point. You were already functionally dead. <laughs> Len kind of like freezes up when you say that. Like, I'm, I mean, 
I I did some important things. So I came the adaptation virus, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, you've already <laughs> done that. Yeah. Uh, Tetsu kind of just gives you a nod of sure, buddy. Sure. Kind of like go- goes to sit down in like the chair opposite of your chair, and was, uh, I heard you were doing this, and I want to help make sure that you're successful. I think we need to talk to Zeha, but. Oh. Well, she's not gonna help us. She's, she doesn't understand how it how it is on the streets, and she's just gonna walk out first chance she gets, again for the third time. Doctor Lin, um, you, I don't think know how it works on the streets either. Well, I know how it works on the streets more than Zeha, so. I'm not. Sure. What do you? Since when has that been a goal? What What do you have uh, spread around your room, Doctor Lin? About around your office, like you have <laughs> paperwork. <laughs> Yeah, there, there, uh, yeah, and there is paperwork. There's some crates of, um, like, the red eye that are by his desk, like, because he inspects every single vial. He has his uh, MD up on the wall. Um, but otherwise, it's kind of barren. Like, he's not really, like, an interior decoration person. Okay. And what did what do you think Tetsu got told about all this? Like, do you know, and all the party can answer if y'all have spoken to him, but, like, do you... Do you know like what went down? Why Doctor Lin's making drugs or like any of that? No, I think I think basically Zeha had mentioned that he's he's involved in drugs and crime stuff and like left it vague. And Tetsu was just like, "That's what I wanted to do when I came back here," and then walked in and saw Crick making <laughs> drugs. Okay, give me a one d one hundred. You can pick five percent. Okay. Ooh. Sure, that'll work out. All right, we'll do. It's unlikely. We'll do one. We'll do one through five. What is? What is that? That's just like pick up it, one. It's a one d twenty. Like yeah, it might a, happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it can happen. Oh, I should have gone with the best number ever. It's a sixty-nine. So no, I didn't really? succeed. Okay. All right. Easy. Uh, then yeah, Ted, Tetsu just kind of like uh, I forgot what the last thing I said was. Um. But yeah, he kind of just sits there a moment and goes, um, I used to do this kind of stuff when I was still figuring out being aware of things, gaining my sentience and what that meant to me. That is how I met some people I don't enjoy having in this world. Bad folk. I liked, liked aspects of this life. I like fighting. I don't like hurting people, but I like fighting. Tetsu's who's retiring. <laughs> yeah. He has a stable income. I, uh, I liked the rougher lifestyle. I liked the being a bouncer at rough bars and dealing with people who were different. But now I need to get back into that side of the life so that I can deal with somebody who is truly, truly horrible. Who took Tibble. Tetsu told uh, Len about, like, Coscon and stuff when he got here, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the... I told a little bit about it. Yeah. That table got taken and there is somebody I'm after. I believe I said that. Yeah. Yeah, then... Yeah, it does, doesn't get rougher than uh, than this side of Absalom. Uh, <laughs> this side yeah, is I, not I, very bad. Seriously? This is the nice side. <laughs> You're kidding. Or not the not... This is the, the not that bad side. Yes. 
Okay. Dr. Lin's, Dr. Dr. Lin's that rich son that thinks he's doing something <laughs> bad. Like, you know, he, he's, he's, he's just, just skateboarding and stuck a, <laughs> stuck a stick in someone's bicycle or something. He's, he's in the like, low yeah, middle bad. income neighborhood. Like, ah, it's kind of rough out here, man. No, no. <laughs> so, so making drugs, pointing guns at people's heads and they're like, that's not that bad. Okay, just He's, he's the bad one. Like we're at least at like white collar crime level here, if not. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. I'm just saying, Pretty like, nobody's strung up by their ankles getting electrocuted currently. <laughs> you didn't even see the torture room, so let's no. not. All right, well, if, if Crick doesn't follow uh, safety protocols properly, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Put your gloves on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so when we <sighs> made our characters, did you um, when we we asked everybody the question of like what uh, you know what characters in in TV or other mainstream medias that you you identify your character with? And Heisenberg. I didn't I've, see the Breaking Bad series entirety. Out, you know, I on there. Okay, <laughs> he's changed a lot. It's all your <laughs> no, fault, no, really. Yeah, we we, we uh, changed him. Okay, yeah, it's our fault, really. Is that combo over, basically? Oh, um, uh, I'm I just sure wanted small, to ask... I'm sure some small talk is going to happen. So are we going to hire a bunch more guys with guns, or...? We need to definitely improve your protection crew, and we need to make a move towards somebody. We need to be bigger, and we need to not be an easy target. Okay. So, I, I've started to do some market research. <clears throat> okay. We need to find another small crew and work on getting them to join up with us one way or another. So either somebody who's really bad and we won't feel is bad to get rid of, and then we can incorporate the people who don't suck, or yeah. somebody who's not too bad, like Crick, and get them to join. Also, please stop pointing the gun at Crick. No, he, he's, uh, he, he's not even pointing the gun at him, he's just like saying... <laughs> Crick, put your gloves on, and like maybe he's putting his hand on the gun. Like, Crick is happy to be here. Crick, Crick was overjoyed. I offered. You're going to have to remove that person from pointing the gun at Crick. Okay, okay. I will. Crick will not have a gun pointed at him. A taser, but not a gun. <laughs> a uh, rocket launcher. And, and, with, and with that, I think Tetsu would start like trying to figure out what the hell Len's been up to, and like understand where Len's at so you can figure out like what do next because Tetsu surprisingly okay. despite how he acts is actually pretty smart and this was his lifestyle for a while so he watched from the shadows most of the time because he was more of the bodyguard like muscled guy but like he was smart enough to pick up on it so now he's like all right I gotta do the things they did but not be a complete asshole about it you know for sure good crime yeah all right Y'all can start thinking. Obviously, we're sitting here going through time passing and stuff. Uh, so y'all yeah. think about like the direction you want your characters to head, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, everything's kind of fluid. Uh, if at any point you decide that, uh, I think after two days, I would have had a convo with Zeha. Like, well, we can always go back in time and stuff. I was gonna say that night, like the plan is like in the next little bit was to text like Zeha. Uh, hey, let's meet up and have, like, lunch kind of deal. Like, basically, Tetsu's going to text her, like, a bar to go to for, like, her, Len, and him to meet up that that maybe isn't, you know, an upscale bar, somewhere a little shadier where they can have, like, a quiet conversation in a place that makes Seha uncomfortable and Len maybe uh, out of place. 
you know. I text back the location of the place I met with um with Tia. Tia. Is that yeah. Was that that was not an upscale bar. That was like kind of a lowerish. No, no it, right? but it was somewhere that I was at least relatively comfortable with. Yeah, it's like well, uh it's like that. as ups it's as upscale as a dive bar can get, really. Okay. Like uh it, it's definitely it's definitely divey, but it's not dirty or grungy and you don't think you're gonna get stabbed. Uh, and I've had the time to like scope it out already. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Tetsu will allow um, that. <laughs> but prior prior to that, after Tetsu left, I was going to go find um, Dr. Len's friend to have a conversation with her. Sana. Oh. Thank you, Sana. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's easy friends. enough to find. Going behind my I'll back. I'll bring her... <laughs> um, I just bring her up to, like, the Starfinder... Um, penthouse? Like, penthouse that we have, right... Um, and I just, you know, I offer her some, some tea. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. <laughs> and, is there another occupant mm, of the penthouse currently? Is that where no. Doro is? No? Okay. Oh. Uh, I don't think so, because you okay. and Moat had always stayed on the ship. So I imagine you don't have a lot of access to the penthouse, so I figure you put Doro somewhere else. We stayed there once, right like right after we got tele- uh, came back, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make calls sure. happened at one time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, she'll come up there and she small talk explains that she's like in between runs, just waiting for the waiting for the next thing, but enjoying her time at Absalom way better than Castroville. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Um, if you don't mind my asking, um, sure. I'm a little concerned for Doctor Lin. Um, I know you've known him for far longer than I have, and I believe that my attempts at a conversation uh, might have just pushed him further away. So I thought perhaps, to be open and honest, I could talk to you um, and perhaps garner a little bit of insight and understand your take in this, because really, this revolves around you. She gives a uh, sheepish smile and says, Yeah, uh, he. if he does get like this, it is hard to speak um i think this is a little worse than i've ever seen though uh it's probably a combination of the fact that i'm in danger but then he's also letting me run the drugs uh but that as well as i just think she like stops herself have has he had a place with you all well he's been our doctor he's saved Moat's life, he's saved mine, he's healed us from the adaptation serums, he's, or he's, I guess I would say, like, he's saved us from diseases, and I would hope that he feels both that he has a place amongst us and a usefulness. Do you think he knows that? I've been, that brings up an interesting point, because when I've tried to show any kind of graces to him I've noted that it makes him rather uncomfortable she nods yeah there's an interesting place of he doesn't want friends but he needs to be wanted you know I don't know if he's told you the story of his past but yes um I'm aware of a deep betrayal that I'm sure has carved a pit um that is hard for us to cross as well as losing his 
basic goal in life, you know? What would you say that was before everything? When I knew him, it was to be a doctor, help people. But she stops for a second. Is there anything that you want, like, as a person? Yes, of course. And they shift and change every day, but I suppose one thing remains, which is to make my grandmother proud. And she's like rocking on her heels and just stops and gets serious for a second. And if you lost that and the closest person to you? I understand. And I appreciate the insight. Yeah, I'm just trying to help. I don't think I am in a position currently to be close to him. Right now I'm a liability and a worker. I actually disagree. I think you have quite the grounds because you're more involved in his operations. He views me and any negative on the business that I impose as me simply wanting nothing to do with it. He thinks that I'm abandoning him from it. You're involved and come from a place where you're not able, I kind of glance at her shoulder, to leave it. I think if you come from a place of honesty in that front and concern for him, perhaps you'd listen. I can try, for sure. What if you did the same, though? Why don't you want to help? Do you think he would help you with something equally dangerous? Unfortunately, I don't have that option. As much as I would love to throw everything away, you asked about goals, and I do have some that I need to finish for the safety of everyone I've ever known. And while I care for this group and Dr. Len, I've been trained my whole life to make those difficult decisions. She just kind of purses her lips and nods. Well, I can try, but I don't... I don't expect it'll go anywhere from me, currently. Well, it's worth a shot. And for what it matters, thank you. Of course. And just remember that you have a decision in this, and I kind of point to, like, my own shoulder as well. Um, It's your life, and the risk is on no one else's to take. If... If anyone was going to do it, it would have to be a skilled doctor. And I think if he caused my death, and she just stops. Yes. I will kind of like gears start turning and say his head. Thank you. I'll think of that. She nods and uh, like almost awkwardly like begins to make her way to the door to like leave the place. Like, uh, okay, I got, I came up here for a meeting and now the meeting's done. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, <laughs> I think I'm trying to see if there's anything I could do, but no, there's. Okay. Can I cast a spell on her? I was thinking about <laughs> it. Out of sheer curiosity, though, could I cast detect affliction on her? Yep. Yeah, you want to ping the spell description so I can know what to give you? Absolutely. If I know how to do it. Did it work? It worked. It did work. Basically, poison, disease, curse, or a suffering a similar affliction. For sure. Because I've already done detect magic on her and recognize that there was like that that same kind of like mix, I think, of tech and magic in her. Yeah. Give me a mysticism check. Actually, sorry. Give me an intelligence check. Flat intelligence? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a 13. You have no clue what's going on with her. <laughs> um, okay. I was thinking about hero point. Take I have the answer already, so that's cool. Okay. She walks um, out. Yes, that's fine. And obviously this was just a set that saying like this was a spell. She knows you cast it on her. 
etc. She was fine with it, etc., etc. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else for Sayada do? Um, I think I I forget what I did last time in communication with um home, but I think I did message um her mother, and I think that for a second I heard like a doorbell, but then I realized the music changed. <laughs> um, I think what I'll do is I'll like coordinate in the meantime and just make sure that I'm like, you know, hold any council meetings. Let's schedule a time for my return. Let's kind of, I'm trying to do as best I can without being out front about it to like hold off on any major decisions from anybody. Sure. Uh, Things will be changing soon. Like that kind of hinting. Yeah. Uh, You get messages back of like, yes, we can attempt to. There's a lot going on here right now. And uh, your tempering is over in approximately two months. Because time has been passing pretty quickly, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I... And, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. And then you get one passing line. Very your mother of it's not always great to wait till the last minute. For sure. Um, obviously, I don't reply to it, but it, it is noted. Um, I think, because time has been wibbly-wobbly right now. Um, given that there's two months from now, I will give like the next two weeks to to identify if we hear anything from uh, Aizen or Moat and make sure that they're at the very least like coming back safe Um, that's kind of where she wants to keep a beat on that before she decides to announce that she's leaving okay sounds good Aizen you wake up Moat is no longer in the cell across from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's at a concert. He's at a concert. <laughs> There's just a, a poster that's been ripped off the wall in like a hole where he's just dug yep. his way out with his <laughs> It's like, oh, it's great that they put this hole here for me. I'm going to the concert. Bye. Uh... Uh, but yeah, you are alone for at least a second. Any passing thoughts or anything Eisen does? How clear-headed am I? Because, like, I was literally in the middle of speaking and then was racked with severe pain enough that I fell unconscious. Like, what is my state as I am waking up here? Uh, interestingly, like, like you're, like, obviously you know that you were unconscious and stuff, but, like, you're not, you don't feel, like, harmed. You're not, like, exhausted or, like, dazed or dazzled or anything. You're like, oh, man, like, that was, that was disorienting. That's about as far as it goes. Okay. Uh, in, like you, you feel relatively great for what just happened. Mm-hmm. In in that case, then I think Eisen is even more disconcerted than he would have been if he was like actively ra- like re- needed to recover. And seeing that sure. Moat is not there, he is definitely freaked out and on guard. But because they are separated by force fields and there's nothing he can really do other than look around for like was he zapped by anything? Was anything going on? Uh, he really can't do anything because he he definitely felt it come from internal like the internal energy was leaking out of him he knows that much and he doesn't know where Moat was so he's just kind of freaking out trying to regather himself you see a little pile of dust from one of your electric zaps that just incinerated Moat no I'm just kidding Uh, yeah uh, yeah, you sit there for a second kind of internalizing everything and eventually Two shimmerings come up, kind of 
stand in front of your door. One of them speaks up and says, Your trial is expected soon. Do you have any questions? Where is he? Or where are they? That's the correct term. For sure. They have been moved. They're safe. They will likely continue to be safe unless something in your trial proves that they are the mastermind behind this. But I don't expect it. You are both of the Starfinder Society. We have passed with you. We do not with them. They will be safe. Do I have the right to counsel or to at least know what charges I'm being put on trial for before the trial? Sure. Would you like us to get you a list or give you a quick rundown? I am willing to cooperate in whatever means you have available. Very well. The main charge, as you know, will be desertion. The secondary and third charges will be aiding to the kidnapping of the Queen of Casterville, as well as aiding to the kidnapping of Hikari. Oh my god. Like, the, the first one he expected, so there was no, like, obvious reaction. The second one was one of more curiosity crossed his face, because as far as he was aware, he never showed up on camera, and he made very specific motions that he never showed up on camera. Uh, and then the third is just, like, goes completely to disgust of like that is not possible and you know that's not possible and I am disgusted that you would even state that. Yeah and I'll tell you without a roll like you know that that's like they use that to get you here. Yes. And I, yet, they're, they're, yet they're charging you. Mm-hmm. Yeah and and that that's the point of disgust is he knows that's exactly what that is. For sure. Uh, but that's what they say. What about my right to counsel? Even criminals have the right to communicate? Can I choose who I would talk to before this trial, or is it? do I have to go in unopposed? I don't know what degree the council has taken interest in this case. Would you like to counsel someone on Shimmerine? I would. Uh, internally, he was thinking, I would have picked Hikari, because he, like, th- this, is, this is a statement that says either she is actually kidnapped or that the government is actually holding her. And so even if he asked for her, they wouldn't tip their hand and show it. So I think what yep. he's going to do here is he's going to ask and say, I want Kaze. You used him. And so I believe I'd like to have a conversation with him, at the very least as my counsel. They, You see them exchange a glance real quick. They sit there for a second. One of them holds up their hands as the other walks away. And the one that's holding up their hand says, We will have to ask express permission for you to be able to speak with someone on the council that would be deeming you innocent or guilty. <laughs> uh, and that's a that's an upgrade for Kaze. Oh yeah, th- that's fine. Uh, agreed. So long as they're, so long as I can believe in their neutrality, I'm I'm amenable to this. That is for you to decide or disagree with. I cannot speak for Kaze. Uh, when uh, oh he he was upgraded to the council position. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So yeah, you're not used, you're not Ryan. used to Kaze be like sitting councils to innocence and guilt and stuff no and he'd act like uh, from the time that i've spent with him he wouldn't want that seat yeah so like why did he take it okay yeah uh and then when they were talking did it seem like they were talking to like an earpiece like they were having a conversation with somebody else or like magical communication or they were just thinking what was that like? they were just they were just kind of thinking and uh they like they looked they looked at each other they were exchanging a glance of like should we even allow this and then through that look like nonverbal communication, they they decided, sure, it's Eisen, let's at least ask. 
All right. And then from from that statement, it seems at least the guards are playing this fair. Besides the fact that they stated what my crimes are, and one of them is bunk. Yeah, they're actually you, doing well. Thus far, you think the guards are like as neutral as it comes. They're not. They're, they don't feel sorry for you. They're not here to break you out, but they're also not. They don't consider you super guilty either. Like you're not a criminal. Will this be a full uh, meeting of the council to see my judgment, or just a select few? You don't have to give names, of course. It will be five members. Uh, and then, uh, Eisen would know this, but I do not. Is that a full meeting of the council, or just? Uh, that's what we would call like a half meeting. Okay. It's usually nine. All right, perfect. That makes uh, sense. And you're getting five, and obviously it's odd numbers for votes, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And for the benefit is that you know you definitely have like a plus one to whatever checks you're you're gonna be doing because they're all gonna be distracted like secretly watching the live stream of the Sherman Sire concert. Oh. <laughs> See, but they put that on on purpose to distract people from what's actually yeah. going on. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's where they that's where they <laughs> sent vote is house. like that that's the only way they get it live streamed is Wasp sending it in. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, mo- moats on a work Amazing. release. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, once they leave, uh, he'll like try to actively recollect himself and figure out what's going on. He will also check his shoulder that Kaze tapped him twice on, just to like, did he, Kaze slip him any sort of notes or anything? He, like, as he's going through his mind, he realizes that like Kaze very specifically made a motion to touch him twice in intense situations, and he just wants to check if there's anything there that he missed for sure right in the crack give me a what's insight here sense motive sense motive yeah yes. yeah this is a pro uh is it proactive retroactive retroactive that's what i'm saying uh give, so it's let's do it at a minus three. Oh, so it's just minus two then there's like a rock stabbed okay. into you that's just carved uh, with like i'm four. gonna get you out of here subtle <laughs> four so four no. uh yeah i mean Beaten situation, he touched you. It's yeah. probably just like, what's up, man? Yeah, and we we were both, yeah, we were both equally, you know, tense. So that makes sense. Yeah, the the biggest thing that makes sense in your head is he knew he was about to throw you in a jail cell and he just wanted to give you one last yeah. friend pet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good old friend pet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you said, they said soon. You know, that usually means within the day. Uh, so you probably have some waiting going on, but... That's really all you're doing. He's going to meditate for the time I... being because his energy feels different and he needs to, like, readjust himself. Yeah, for sure. I, um, thought of something else I'd want to do. Okay. Don't do it. Um, but let me know if that's now or later. As perfect now because we, I was going to skip to the meeting of all of you. Perfect. Um, so I double-checked and Tetsu uh, kind of let Zeha know briefly that like what happened on on his mission like they took Tibble and and he brought the doctor back kind of a deal um so i would love to uh, again this is kind of before the the tetsu and dr len meeting um with a quick set of texts to arvin see if i can't um figure out where dr duro is and have a conversation you're going to hold him hostage uh, are you planning any kind of meeting if it's not going great? Like, what, what's the main purpose of this? Sure. So what I would love to do is to see uh, 
because I've heard about Dr. Duro in terms of what Tetsu has said, which is just like, he made me, I think, or something vague like that. And I know that Tetsu's unique. Um, so I was thinking if we need a skilled doctor to potentially do this surgery on Sana, um, if Dr. Duro was of sound mind and skilled enough to do that, and I want to like personally interview him and just kind of see what his status is. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get a couple of texts in. It doesn't seem like Arvin wants to budge, but you also know Arvin and everything that's kind of went down. Uh, and he is definitely in a position to budge. It just matters how well you roll on, roll on diplomacy slash what you can give Arvin in return to Arvin breaking the trust of somebody. Yeah, he's going to just do me like that? why yeah why would arvin care if i'm on like with tetsu on the same team kind of a deal i guess i yeah let me take that back real quick tetsu don't metagame it no i know but did you did you tell arvin to keep duro a secret including from your own party members tetsu wouldn't have specified about own party but tetsu did bring him back and just said like hey he needs to be safe and out of the way and he didn't like even tell arvin who he was he just said friend needs safe you know so i i i think i think there's an implicit like hey don't tell people stuff but like i arvin is also a shady diplomat douche i probably would also be specifying like tetsu's package uh where was it delivered like that kind of shit sure 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 uh the main thing you get back initially is what's the purpose saving lives smiley face <laughs> Who, who's question mark smiley face oh no emotes <laughs> i kind of like don't like this paper trail that's happening here sure um so i probably at this point because i'm like in the complex just swing by his office for <laughs> for ease okay um but then i would just kind of say like dr lens friend um i don't believe that having starfinder members into the drug trade and rising ambitions on that front is necessarily best for the starfinders and i'm hoping to find an alternative route before that gets out of control all right i'm gonna I'm take a step back here out of character with everyone did arvin know about the drug trade i don't think he did uh, not that i'm aware i don't very, i think it was so it's very yeah. i think that so I, I i like i've had it in my mind that arvin hasn't known and if he ha- does know there's like i know what's gonna happen so, so, so i think it wasn't explicitly like, can, you, told anything I, yeah i recall uh dr lynn going to arvin and asking for either funds or a place or something like that like i remember that being a thing of like is that somewhere like can we find somewhere that the Starfinder gives but I don't know if that actually happened or not was that just discussed it was definitely just discussed because you found the place he's very specifically didn't want anywhere on the map that the Starfinder Society would know that I remember yeah it maybe it was discussed I honestly can't remember that but if it was I don't I can almost guarantee it wasn't like can I have a place to make drugs it was can I have a secret place that was yeah I think I think Caliban okay. uh, also like on the down low because like hey he was helping out like helped 
uh, situate you you guys like helped with that and I don't think he necessarily told Arvin details other than you know omitted sure. things so that, I'm, yeah. all right, let me reapproach yeah, it though. I'm, I'm down to retcon I just want to make sure. But. Arvin, lens making drugs. It's been a, a, there was a slight <laughs> gap in between sessions. Gap. Um, so I guess I would kind of just start off and be like, "What's the general Starfinder rule?" Do on not do it. Breaking the law. Because oh! I see you don't seem to quite mind harboring fugitives. He gives a wry smile at the harboring fugitives comment and says. If it is beneficial for us and cannot be traced back, it just kind of shrugs. I nod um, and kind of like, I was like standing at the door, kind of like, not with the door open, but like leaning against the back of the door and then kind of like approach. Um, so for the good of the Starfinder Society. <laughs> I see Barso's face already. <laughs> and to ensure things don't get traced back. I have a concern and I think this package of Tetsu's could help in realigning some people's mindsets and keeping things from going beyond of the confines of what's in the Starfighter's best interest. He kind of peers his eyes a little and you get the sense he's like deciding if he should question or not. Rolls his eyes for a second and says, okay. And how would this package help? Would it realign thoughts? It would provide alternative solutions to questionable decisions. If this package is not been damaged in transit. Slightly, slightly damaged. <laughs> I was ready to speak, but, but Tetsu's got me laughing here. That fist. Tetsu's just he, breaking legs and being like, ah, you're fit. <laughs> he lets out a small sigh and... Are you sure that even undamaged, this package would not present more problems? Fortunately, I don't know without speaking to them. Uh, what concerns do you have? He just shakes his head slightly. You can speak to them. Let me know before any decisions are made. I will either sign off on them or not. Of course. He nods and gives you the room number, gives you a key. Uh, he also tells you, he also tells you that if anything should happen, that you will be liable, and that to, to Doctor Duro in this case. Yes. Okay. To the person you're going to see, that like no one else really knows where they are, mm -hmm. and that uh, he reminds you with kind of a wry smile of air quote proper protocol of this person will be moved after this so bring back the key right um and i will like kind of like uh, grab the key nod and then before like turning to the door i pause and come back and i'm just like and don't worry um i think our partnership lies on a foundation of uh good reputation for amongst the both of us so if this doesn't fix the problem i'll be sure to let you know before it becomes a problem for you and i'll he nuts. Yeah. Arvin and Zay are two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. What is real unfortunate when we have to bury her? And <laughs> him, friend. And him, don't forget. Arvin we can work with. He hasn't betrayed us yet. 
I started this campaign being like Starfighter Society, and I'm sticking with it. You're a traitor to the cause <laughs> and the drug empire. <laughs> what cause? The drug what empire. Cause? The You're drug just cause. Destroying your life. <laughs> My life's yeah, gone. It's not your life. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, no rush. Obviously, like you don't have to rush it. But since this is happening before the meeting, uh, yeah, you find yourself at Doctor Duro's door. Um. Hmm. 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 Let's see. And our meeting is the following day, right? Like we we planned it. No, you said it was, you texted me that I evening texted for you like for a meeting that night, like because you yeah. said you wanted we'll to say meet it's like, ASAP. So we'll say it's like tonight. Like it's we'll yeah. say it's like five p.m. and your meeting's at like eight or nine. Like, yeah, I was gonna you, say you it's definitely not have a combo. Yeah, like this is this is gangster style. So like everything's at night <laughs> and shady, you know. Three a.m. Yeah, three a.m. in the club. Um, I'm trying to think. If I want to use any of my special abilities. Here. Oh, you're going to magic my sword of dad? I yeah, hope he kills you. Of course. He just gives you a, a tea that's laced with all the lint drugs. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I kind of walk in. Uh, I, I give a slight knock on the door. Um, uh, it opens eerily fast. You're like third knock coming and it opens and he's like, yes. Did you hear me coming? I had a feeling. I smile. Um, I, I walk in and kind of like shut the door behind. Um, I'm Tetsu's friend. He's standing by the door. Oh, okay. Well, I'll like wave him in. Like, please take a seat. Yeah. He moseys over very slowly. Uh, but he does sit down. Can I like look him over to figure out what, what that's about? Like, sure. can he move fast and he's hiding this? And is this like a show? Yeah. Uh, give me a sense motive. Um, is this gathering information to make it culture? No. No? Okay. Um, hold on. She put points on only one skill, and damn it, she's gonna use it. <laughs> well, yeah, because I could do... My latest do you know who I am was uh, when I'm gathering information, I can roll culture instead of perception as well, and like that kind of stuff. But yeah. 21. Okay. Uh, he definitely doesn't look like the normal old man that you're used to seeing like he's not it's not like he needs a cane or a walker to move uh he is taking his time as if something between lazy and not caring okay but like i think that he could move as fast as he moved before well i don't know what you mean by move before but yeah to the door i mean he might be at he might have been at the door but yeah, yeah 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 um like I said, I'm Tetsu's friend, and I heard from him that he brought you back from the latest mission. Is he okay? From what I know, I went to go see another one of our members. Um, you're a doctor, right? He, to make it clear, he continues ignoring your questions and says, is he going after the one he lost? Um, as he only recently got back, I'm not yet aware what his future plans are. He nods and then says, Sure, I am a doctor. It's my understanding that you made Tetsu what he is today. We have need for another fine operation, potentially. And I'd be very curious to see if that's something that you would be willing to help us all out with. And what would I get out of it? To be honest, 
helping Tetsu. You see him thinking on it a moment. Kind of this something between a wry smile and like an almost senile smile crosses his face. He says, I'm not quite one for fine experiments. Tetsu is not what I would call that. But I can take a look, see if it interests me. Life, it... Life or death interests you? What's the scale? Not really. The person, the situation, what would have to be done. If it's fun. Um, yeah, I would love to kind of uh, do another kind of like, using my backgrounds, do I think a tactic of like, oh, I guess you just aren't talented enough to do it style? Um, would that work on him? Because you said like the senile smile, like I would just kind of... Give me a, uh, let's go diplomacy. 26. Okay. Uh, no, you don't. You don't think that would work on him at all. You don't, you you think he's very front-facing, uh, as odd and off-putting as he is. You think that it has, if it interests him, he'll care. If not, he won't care. And if he's made to do it, he'll probably just kill her. Like if right. he's forced to do it and he doesn't, and it's not interesting to him. Right. Um, very well. Um, this was more of a interest to see if it was something you were skilled to accomplish. Uh, less about the motivations. I will leave that up to those that are involved. I understand. I am willing to look at it. And if it does interest me, sure. If it doesn't, then I'm free to come back up here and like looks around. Enjoy my new gel so. I was curious what your motivations are now that you're out of one box and in another. Not many. We'll see what that smooth talker has for me. Uh, he's referring to Arvin. It seems I am meant to be useful eventually. But until then, here I am. <laughs> I'd be so curious to try this, but I don't think it's the right time. Do it. Um, <laughs> I'll hack in now. Um, <laughs> hack in with brain. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think if there's like anything, because my brain's not there right now, but like I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can, that it would make sense for Zaha to kind of like do. So was, um, your escape something you were looking forward to fit were anyone else no but since it was tetsu yes interesting very well um it was a pleasure to meet you i think tetsu looks up to you somewhat i like go to say something else don't nod and go to head out you'll be changing room shortly if you have things together Close the door. And you hear like a, I don't, as the door closes. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Ah, uh, feel free to let me know how you follow that up with Arvin slash anyone else. But I bring the key back. Okay. That's it? You don't like say anything about it, really? No. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, as a GM, I couldn't be more helpful there, but it no, is. No, no, that's fine. It is Dr. Dura. So. It's more my brain, like, not knowing quite what tactic to go for if that makes yeah, sense how to manipulate uh, I my dad hmm? Hmm? which i think speaks to like i think like makes for the perfect scene and speaks to it as in like uh i i don't know if zeha would know what tactic to use on someone like dr duro either 
Uh, he, he was yeah. very off-putting. And, but Zeon knows what that views on a lot of people. Sure, sure. And I think also it's, it's like, what information are we really trying to get out of it? Like, like the answer of just, like, if I feel like it kind of a deal made her realize, like, what she's working with here. It's not someone that, it's someone that needs to be motivated to do this. You know, like, what, what all are the factors in play here to, to make something like this happen? Um, but I think she did get her answer that he is skilled enough to do that, that he seems to be on point in that sense. For sure. Okay. Let's do a quick meeting here. I'm sure it'll be quick. I'm sure it will too. You all head to this little dive bar. Have a nice little corner booth. Uh, uh, one thing I would want to do is to bring along the guy who's had a gun to Crick's back and the shitty door guard uh, <laughs> as, okay. as basically uh, like lookouts. And I want them like posted on opposite sides of the bar. And basically Tetsu has spent like the walk here discussing with them how the door guy sucks at his job and the guy with the gun needs to know that that was not a cool thing to do and that you both have to have a like in in the tetsu speak but basically you you both have to have a spine if you want to keep this job i need to trust that you're you're with us and we'll be with you and you you need to also like you need to know like what's wrong wrong from like what's just kind of in that gray-ish bad area that Tetsu wants to operate in. Like Tetsu knows what we're doing is not good, but he doesn't want to be a Costco. And so he's like trying to in this walk and not in a very charismatic way, like start relaying some of this in the walk over to the bar. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Extra training. Yeah, like (laughs) you get the quick, you get, you get the quick, uh, take away and pull back from this walk of the the door guy can be reprimanded we'll call, or his name is James that's what James. we're gonna call him okay. he can be reprimanded uh, he slightly even agrees with you that he should be doing a better job uh, and the one with the gun to Crick's head Jesse uh, no I'm, okay okay sure Jesse <laughs> Yeah, the one with the gun to Crick's head, Jesse, uh, does not agree with you whatsoever. Says that they were listening to Dr. Lin's orders and could care less what you have to say. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's like me and Dr. Dura. Okay. (laughs) You guys order some drinks, I imagine. Yes, we're walking the head over to the dark corner table. And that's where I'm going to make us take a break. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs>